How's it going, everyone? You're listening to Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady, and every single week on this podcast, I, a thru-hiker, a peak bagger, a huge hiking nerd, chat with other thru-hikers and other peak baggers and other hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail. Now, last week, I had said that I was going to try and have Julia Sheehan, trail named Rocket, back on the show for another episode because she had talked quite a bit about her PCT through hike plans for this upcoming year in that past episode and uh yeah that's probably not going to end up happening unfortunately because of this COVID-19 coronavirus BS stuff so during this episode she gives some updates to those plans and we talk quite a bit about how coronavirus is affecting through hiking we give some guidance on what you should do perhaps if you are in the middle of a thru-hike right now, or if you're going to be thru-hiking sometime in the near future. And the great thing about this conversation is it's not just two hikers talking about this stuff. Well, I mean, it is, but one of those two hikers, Julia, is a nurse, an experienced nurse, a medical professional. I don't, I don't know if I would feel comfortable putting out an episode like this if it was just two non-medical people talking about this, because I, I just feel like it would be speculation. And as you're going to hear me say many times during this episode... I'm not a professional on this stuff. I don't really know what the right answer is more than anybody else does, unfortunately. And so it was just, it was good to talk to a medical professional who also understands through hiking about this stuff. And I think this is going to be valuable and helpful. And we don't just talk about coronavirus. During the second half of the episode, we kind of stray off and talk about some other hiking related things. And at the end of the episode, Julia tells not one, but two stories. I think it's probably one of the only times that a guest has told two stories at the end of a Trail Tales episode. So I'm very, very excited to share that with everybody. So hopefully you enjoy it and we're going to get into the conversation in just a second. I gotta say, folks, there were a few technical difficulties that we encountered while recording this episode. They're all on my end. They're all my fault, unfortunately. You're going to hear Julia's audio cut out a couple times at the beginning. It doesn't last the whole episode, so it's not a huge deal. I think I was also just like fiddling with like a a wrapper, like a candy bar wrapper or something towards the end of the episode, because you can kind of hear that in my microphone too. So hopefully it's not too obnoxious. I tried to cut it out as much as I possibly could. Anyways, thanks for bearing with me in terms of that. I, I really don't think it's that big a deal. I also got to say where you can go to support the show and find the show on social media and all that stuff. Instagram at TrailTalesPod. My personal Instagram is at KyleHatesHiking. I've been posting on there a lot more than I have on the Trail Tales account lately. Just strapped for time. I apologize. And lastly, one of the reasons why I've been so strapped for time is because I have a YouTube channel now, as most of you already know about. But if you haven't looked at the YouTube channel, go do that. Kyle Hates Hiking. I like to make jokes and have a good time. I like to think it's a little bit different than most other backpacking related content out there. So yeah, go check that out. Please, please, please. And I guess I'll plug the Patreon too. If you want to help support the show, go check out the Trail Tales Patreon. Patreon.com slash Trail Tales. You'll get a monthly bonus episode. You will get a couple stickers once I get the nerve to go to the post office and get more stamps. And you'll also get invited to a monthly video chat with uh, myself and all the other Patreon supporters, some of whom are through hikers and experienced hikers themselves. So yeah, it's a really good time. Go check it out. It's a great way to help support the show, patreon.com slash trail tales. With that said, folks, let's do it. Let's get into the partial coronavirus themed episode of Trail Tales, which kind of sucks to say, 
But uh, beyond that, just a, a really good conversation, a really fun conversation, especially the second half, with Julia Sheehan, Appalachian Trail Class of 2019. Here we go, Julia Sheehan. What's going on? Round two. Thank you so much for coming back on a second time. Oh, we got some music going. Do some dancing. So sorry. <laughs> is that is that a ringtone? With my phone, I, like a my phone. I went to turn it off and it turned back on. So. Classic, classic. Well, anyways, thanks for coming on again. Um, only the second person in Trail Tales history to do a back to back episode on here. I've had people that have done multiple episodes before, but. Yeah, only the second person back to back. So that's a uh, that's cool. Unfortunately, though, some of what we're going to talk about today, probably a decent amount of what we're going to talk about today is this coronavirus BS and how that is changing not only your plans to hike the PCT, but pretty much everybody's plans that are doing any sort of through hike right now. Um and it's it's a huge bummer. So I think we're probably we're probably going to get into that because our previous episode. If somehow you're tuning into this episode and you haven't heard the previous one, you should probably go listen to that one first because we talk a lot about. Or I, I don't talk about it. <laughs> Rocket <laughs> talks about her upcoming PCT hike, and then right after that episode was recorded, this coronavirus stuff just absolutely exploded. And those plans have since changed. So this is going to be like an update to what her plans are. And also, we're just going to talk about it in general and how it relates to thru-hiking because Rocket is not only a thru-hiker who understands thru-hiking, obviously, but she's also a nurse and she has a medical background. And so she understands the, I don't know, the the virus and, and all that stuff better than most people, I would assume, definitely better than I do. So it just, uh, it's just kind of a... I don't want to say the perfect storm because that sounds bad because it's like bad, bad virus. But I don't know. She, she's she's the the right guest for this conversation right now. I guess that's um, that's what I'm trying to say. So, anyways, I pretty much just laid all laid it all out there, Rocket. Um, why don't we start by having you just kind of like walk through what's changed with your plans since our last conversation, which was like two three weeks ago that we recorded it, released yeah. last week. But yeah, I was like. I think it was three weeks ago now, something like that. Yeah, it was like the first week of March that we recorded it. So two weeks, Mm -hmm. everything has changed. And it's been pretty devastating to not only the hiking community, but I think like the world in general has just seen such vast changes that it's it's really alarming. So yeah, a lot a lot's changed. Yeah, it's um it's it's pretty shitty. And I've had I've had some people reaching out to me that are like, hey, you know, I'm going to be through hiking. Like, what should I do? Like, should I postpone it? And should I should I keep going or whatever? And I'm just like, uh, I mean, I do f- honestly think that people should postpone. But I, I also don't want to be like going out there and like railing against everybody who's like still on trail and stuff, because I know it's a fucking hard decision. Like, I, I see a lot of people like shaming people for staying on trail and, and stuff. And it's like, give them a second to make up their mind. Like they've put a lot into this and I don't know, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but yeah. When did you like first realize the possibility of not doing your, your hike this year, having to postpone? When, whenever COVID started becoming more 
you know, apparent in our country where we were testing more people and were, were, there were more cases and more serious cases. I remember thinking, so I released my PCT announcement video like the week that we did our mm-hmm. podcast. And so I remember a gentleman commented like, hey, what about this coronavirus? Are you still going to hike? And at that point, we had only had a few cases pop up in Washington and no fatalities at that time. And nothing I was think, closing yet and any of that stuff. Yeah. And within a few days, everything changed. Mm-hmm. So um, it wasn't until... so. For me, I've made the decision that I'm not making a decision about my through hike yet, but I, because I start at the very end of the northbound season. That's true. You still, yeah, you you could still have time potentially if, you know, best case scenario. Yeah, I have hope, but I'm being realistic and I do not think that that I'll be hiking this year, which Mm. is so sad because... You know, there's so many people that have, this is going to be their first hike and they've already quit their jobs. They've already moved in with their parents this week. And now I don't know what to do. Like, do I go back to work? Do I just hold out for a few more weeks? I was just going to say, I, I literally have had, like I said, a couple people reach out to me and like one guy in particular, he was just like, I quit my job to do this. I'm supposed to leave like in the next couple days. Like I've got all this money saved up. Like I can't afford to wait. Like, what should I do? And I'm just like, I don't know, like, you probably shouldn't hike, but like, oh, it's it's just so tragic. Yeah, I've had many people message me saying like, Rocket, I'm looking to you because you kind of know what's going on. And, and, you know, you kind of, you're kind of someone that I look up to. And what, you know, what do you think I should do? And so for me, I'm not telling anyone like, don't go out there. Um, I'm saying, use your own decision-making skills to make the decision that's best for not only you, but for anyone that you might come in contact with. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, anyone you come in contact with is too many people. Like, so everyone keeps saying like, well, the the trail is the safest place for for me to go because like, I won't be, I won't be around people with Corona or I won't be around people with COVID. And I keep telling people, it's not about you. It's about the, the veteran that's picking you up for your hitch that has COPD. It's about the hostel owner that has uncontrolled type two diabetes. It's about the grocery store owner that's 75 year old in the, the market that you're going to yep. in a small town. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that are at risk of really having complications from if they were exposed to COVID. And these small towns, they don't have hospitals. They don't have ventilators for an entire population. Just like the, the hospitals here in Pittsburgh, they don't have ventilators for everyone either. So minimizing risk is gonna just save lives. And if you can't comprehend that, then you know you really need to reevaluate what's what's important to you. It's really it's it's really tough, yeah. And I, I agree with that for the most part. Again, I I don't have like a super in-depth medical understanding which is a very weird way to put that yeah but um no i i i do agree with that it's just it's just so it's it's so tough and i've been watching this conversation absolutely fucking tear apart all of the facebook groups and all of social media the past couple days i mean i'm probably in way more of these hiking facebook groups than i should be because they're already (laughs) some of them can be kind of toxic toxic to begin with but um like every 10 minutes someone's posting about this and then someone's going into the comments and shaming them for staying on the trail and then someone else is commenting saying like oh like it's the safest place to be like you just said a few minutes ago like it's just oh it's so brutal and 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 it's it's such a tough call either way because you know it it would be easy i think for me and and you to kind of come on here and and though everything you just said is in my opinion again the 
correct that that's all like right like I, I do think people should stay off the trail right now for the most part but um it's just so hard because i think other people that are not like in the process of through hiking or planning on through hiking like within the next couple of weeks here some of some of those people have a hard time understanding how hard of a decision that is i mean i've yeah. said it like three times now but people have quit their jobs to do this and and i i know a guy who flew over here from Europe to do this. And he got here right before the travel ban and all this stuff. And it's like, what do you do now? It, it's just like, oh, um, I don't even know where I'm going here, Rocket. But like, it's just, it's it's really bumming me out, honestly. Like, yeah. it really sucks. And and I do have to to applaud, you know, your, yourself and other hikers who have, you know, kind of stood up and been like, hey, you know, I, I want to hike. This is something I really want to do. But at this point, it's just best for the country and the community to to not do that, you know? Yeah. And I even I released in a YouTube video where we know, like with science, what we know about the virus, what we know are going to be projected outcomes. And we're seeing this is the, the tip of the iceberg. I mean, we're the Titanic and we just saw the little tiny sliver of this iceberg. And I hope that I'm wrong about that. I hope that we're overreacting in, in a country world you know, in, in a country world scale, I hope we're overreacting, but I, I don't think that we are. Um, but I think that I've saw people, I saw people that actually started the PCT this week and the AT this week. And although I wanted to say, I cannot believe they're doing this. I, I can understand why. Yeah, I can and too. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'm at the point now where I'm not here to judge anybody because there's still going to be people out there hiking. And what I'm feeling is jealous. I'm feeling envy of that person who made that decision to disregard what the recommendations are and to go out. And that person is probably going to be okay. They're probably not going to infect anybody. But if the entire trail... So I think those people that are out doing whatever they want, it's good for them because they're going to be... They're minimizing risk because the rest of us are minimizing risk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. It does, yeah, and I don't know. So, I feel like I feel like. Can you hear me still? Mm -hmm. Okay, it cut out again for a second. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Um, it was only for a second though. I feel like so when it, when it comes to this situation, I feel like I'm just gonna keep saying this over and over for the whole episode, honestly. But like two things can be true at once because I I, I just I've just been watching people go at it on social media and like oh it's just it's getting to me. Anyways, um, two things can be true at once. In my opinion, it can be true that people probably shouldn't be hiking right now. And it can also be true that if you haven't made the decision to get off the trail yet, you're not like a scumbag, like piece of shit who's like trying to put people in harm's way and stuff either. Because that's like, that's, it's, it's just like, it, it seems to be like people are either taking like one, you know, one of those extremes. Like they just, they can't kind of meet somewhere in the middle with it. And like, mm -hmm. I get it, but I don't know. It's just a, it's, it's such a bummer. Yeah, um, and we can't we can't be mad at people that have made a decision that's different than ours. All we can do is make the decision that's best for us. Mm -hmm. So you can't you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So at this point, like I'm following people that are still out on trail, and although it like hurts me to see like oh like, but I understand mm -hmm. that as long as they are conscious when they go and cautious when they go into town then they can minimize risks, which means, you know, don't stay at hostels, stay at hotels, make sure you're showering, washing your hands. Um, don't come into close contact with people and resupply only when you have to. Mm -hmm. um, I think that can help minimize risks. So there's there's a way to do it. But that being said, I don't think everyone should still hike. I Yeah, I, I agree. 
I'm just trying to think like for those for the for the hikers that are still on trail right now, how is this going to like affect like their hike, right? So the the first thing that comes to mind for me is hitchhiking. I mean, I'm sure you could probably still get a ride, but I mean, who's oh, going to want to I've heard people having a hell of a time getting hitchhiked. I was going to say like who's going to want to pick up like a, even even the most kind-hearted people that usually pick up hikers are probably not going to want to pick up hikers right now just because yep. of all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, on the AT, I guess assuming the shuttle drivers are still doing their thing, which I don't know if they are, um then maybe you could get around it, but like on other trails, like the CDT, for instance. I mean, again, I've never hiked the CDT, but from my understanding, you have to rely on hitchhiking a lot more out there. So, like, I can't even begin to imagine like how difficult it's going to be to just get rides into town. You know? Yeah, and and resupplying in a safe manner where you're not putting those around you at risk mm-hmm. or putting yourself at risk because, you know, scientifically, we're looking at a lot of cases that are involving young young people. Age, the hiking appropriate age are thinking like I'm young and healthy I don't have to worry even if I do catch it so say you go into a small town and you do you are exposed to it and you do catch it mm-hmm. there's a there's a likelihood that you might need medical treatment and imagine being somewhere where you are 20 miles from the next road and you have a fever of 103 yeah how are how how safe is that for you you know everyone thinks it's not going to happen to me but it it doesn't happen to you until it does and then at that point you know, you're putting other people's lives at risk coming to save you. Yeah, yeah. So, so best case scenario, if some, I, I don't, I'm not even going to start to speculate on how this would happen, but if if it were to die down and become safe to hike again, um, what do you think a lot of people are going to do? So this is speculation, but do you oh, think man. that a lot of people are just going to postpone their hikes for the rest of the year and just give it a shot next year or not not give it a shot at all, unfortunately? Do you think people are going to start to go, like, I guess, southbound or any, like, flip-flop? Like, how do you think people are going to react to this, like, best case if hiking becomes viable again in, like, a couple months? Yeah, so I think that um, if we see a turnaround here in the next eight weeks, we're going to still see some late nobos going on all trails yeah i guess yeah i guess you can still go nobo just yeah i mean it's still pretty early in the hiking season but when it comes to like if if we're hitting may and june and we're still seeing those recommendations uh from the association saying hey we're still not recommending this i think we're going to see an influx of southern bound um people but i think i don't know it it's too soon to tell what 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 it's going to look like but i think we're going to see a very large increase of southbound hikers this year mm-hmm. if things clear up. Um, my worry is on the PCT, um, we're going to see people that had NOBO permits. If eight weeks they say, okay, we're agreeing, let's do it. I think we're going to see a very large influx of people not giving a shit about their permits and doing what they want yeah. and causing mm-hmm. issues with leave no trace principles and impacting you know, the trail. So I hope people are thinking about the trail first because that's why we're all out there is for that trail. And if it doesn't exist or if it's not maintained or if it's not safe, then we don't get to use it. Right. Right. So yeah, but I don't, I think in the next eight weeks, we're not going to be anywhere closer to an answer, which makes me sad because Mm -hmm. that's when I'll be preparing to get ready to leave. So I'm holding hope, like I said, but I, that's, I'm very optimistic. I do think realistically people should be postponing their northbound hikes or their northbound hikes until next year and southbounders should uh, just be playing it by ears, you know, until May or June. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm just, again, total speculation here, but, like, if that does happen and people are able to hike, you know, starting early summer, maybe, and a bunch of people go southbound, maybe that could, like, even start a trend of people seeing, like, Sobo hikes as more viable, or, or just as viable as, like, the traditional northbound hike, at least for the Appalachian Trail. I don't know, so... Maybe I'm just thinking very, very optimistically here, but <laughs> maybe there could be some sort of tiny little positive thing that kind of comes out of this because I'm sure as you know, and, and a lot of people know, there are, you know, some pretty big numbers starting the Appalachian Trail northbound these days and and the ATC and a lot of people are kind of trying to maybe spread that out among different directions and different flip-flops and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. Maybe again, being very optimistic here, but maybe there 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 could be I don't know some sort of positive that could come out of this, and and hopefully you know some people will still be able to to do their hikes. I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like I don't even like I don't even know what to say about this. Honestly, it's um, I I, I honestly thought about just not talking about this. Um, and I I don't think that I would have if uh if you hadn't come on the show. Um, just because I. I, I'm not an expert on this, as you can probably tell from me kind of fumbling over my words this, this entire episode so far, but I don't know. It just, it sucks. Like I, I just hate seeing people postpone their hikes. I hate seeing people getting mad at each other on social media for continuing to hike or people saying that people are overreacting. And then you always get the the random guy with the weird conspiracy theory about some crazy shit that just you know, stokes the flames even more. So some government conspiracy to decrease elderly population. Yeah, I that one, and I just look at people like, what? <laughs> like, oh, like you have to go to the trail. Like the trail is the only safe place. It's like, oh my god, just ridiculous. I, and uh, like, they're not wrong. The trail is going to be safe. Your your instances of being exposed to it are going to severely decrease because you're around no one compared to the mm -hmm. same amount of people you are in your town. But like I said, it's not about your safety on the trail at this point. You know, if you're young and healthy, yeah, this trail is safe for you, but you can't resupply. You can't stay in a hostel. You know, what, 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 how can you, how can you have a successful hike if you can't use your resources? Exactly. And, you know, I, I know not everybody has the ability to just like, oh, I'll just hike next year instead. You know, I yeah. feel like if, if, if most people did, they'd probably be doing just that. But yeah. Even even if you do like hike on through this stuff, like your hike is going to be severely like impacted. Like just you're not going to get like the normal experience, experience. exactly. Mm -hmm. And I know that doesn't matter to everybody. You know, hike your own hike. Oh, or whatever. it has to matter though, man. If if you're not doing it, if you're doing it just to go out and hike the trail, like man, you, you should be worried about exactly. how you're going to feel when you're doing it. Exactly, and and like that's again, you know, it's easy to say that when you've actually hiked the trail, like we have, but like that's such an important part of it. So yep. it's like. That's another just bummer in its own in its own right. Yeah, but maybe that means people do late year sections this year. You know, like I know everyone wants to through hike, but I the platter for a little bit and just realize that being in those trail systems and and experiencing trail life in any realm is what's important. So obviously, we've talked a lot about like through hiking, and we will continue to do that. But what about just hiking more generally? You know, as it relates to to COVID, like. You see, I, I see people on social media saying like, oh, like hiking is good, you know, m maybe even people that aren't through hiking, they're just saying like, oh, you know, I'll just go travel a little bit and go for, you know, a hike and travel back and stuff or even a local hike or anything like that. That's obviously different than a through hike. You're not in, it, well, that's what we're going to talk to talk about in a second, but in theory, you're not going to be in town and getting rides from people and, and 
being exposed to people as much. So what are your thoughts on just hiking in general, say like day hiking or, or, you know, backpacking, but not like through hiking and resupplying and all that stuff. What are your thoughts on all of that, you know, in consideration of COVID right now? My opinion on day hiking is no harm, no foul, as long as you don't come in contact with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't spread something that doesn't have a host. So if we're out going day hiking and you come across somebody and you steer six feet away from them and, you know, you don't you don't touch anything, you know, you don't you're not coughing on them or they're not coughing on you. Technically, you would be safe by standards of the CDC. Um, I think if you're going to a like a like a park that has like bathrooms, handles, showers, stuff like that, where you can be coming in contact with the, you know, metallic surfaces that are housing some of these viruses. So we know that soft surfaces can hold the virus for multiple hours, while as metal and hard surfaces can hold the virus and it can stay alive for up to a few days. The official recommendations are still out from, you know, the scientists, but we know that it can live on contact. So if you're going into a public bathroom at the trailhead, you know, that's where you know, you're still at that increased risk. So I would say if you can go day hiking where you're minimizing touching anything, like have at it because we're all going to go crazy here in the next couple weeks. Yeah. And people are really going to be looking for something to do. And I think hiking is a great way to go out and feel important and feel like you're doing something without spreading, you know, or increasing risk of someone contracting COVID. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. What about like, so this is another scenario i've i've been seeing play out on facebook because i'm in like the new hampshire uh white mountain facebook groups and stuff Mm -hmm. and so that's obviously different than through hiking so i see people arguing in there about whether or not it's okay to even like drive up from like boston or something where half those people live and you know go hike in the white mountains or something because they're like oh well i'm just going hiking like i'm gonna be in my car well do you need to stop for gas are you gonna stop to get snacks that's exactly what i was gonna say it's like well you're still gonna have to like yep. stop at, you know, and, and especially up there too. And, and same thing in the Adirondacks. Another, I'm, I'm thinking a lot about these stupid Facebook groups today. Yeah. Um, you, you need know, to like mute their notifications. I know. For a while. I know. I do. <laughs> I've just been, down. I've been at home. I've been like working at home and just, yeah. uh, just so much. Anyways. The way you look at it is if you can go somewhere in your car there and back without having to stop anywhere and touch anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Go have at it. Please do. You know, like I still plan on hiking the Laurel Highlands Trail um, in April. So in about a month um, now, like that being said, that could change. Um, I can do that in four days without coming in contact with another person. So I will have, you know, I'll be dropping my car off and my mom who eventually I'm going to have to see my mother. So she'll be the only person that mm-hmm. and she plans on hiking it with me. So we'll be the only two people out there that could be exposed to each other. But we both work in the healthcare field and it's fairly inevitable that we'll be coming in contact with, with it at some point. So, yeah. um, that's why her and I are, are kind of deciding what we're going to do, but we don't have to get hitches. We don't have to get groceries. Um, you know, other than, you know, grocery shopping at your local market, which, you know, you're going to have to get groceries eventually like everyone else will. So, um, I think in that aspect, yeah, if, you, if you're, if you're using common sense and thinking, is this creating more risk or is it the same risk I've been taking in my own town? That's different. Like, I'm not going to have to go into Ohio pile and grocery shop and put those people at risk or have them put me at risk. Go, go into what? Ohio? So Ohio pile is the, is the town where the trail starts. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah, I thought sorry. that was like a grocery store chain or something. Like, I was like, that's, Ohio I, was like I thought Piggly Wiggly was funny. Like that's, <laughs> Ohio <laughs> that's pile a is a town. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. That's see, it, it is kind of nice to hear you say that about like a, a backpacking trip though, because you know, maybe, a little bit selfishly, I'm kind of looking ahead to the summer and, and 
you know, I'm not planning on doing a, a long distance through hike, but I still want to go out and, you know, do overnights and, and, you know, long weekend trips and stuff like that. Go bag a peak, go, yeah. go do something that makes you feel, you know, normal. Yeah. And, I mean, it's and just, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I am a nurse. I understand, you know, I understand the precautions and I understand the contagiousness of this virus. Mm-hmm. Um, but to say like, you still have to try to find regular, regular things that you can do in your life. Obviously you can't go to your rock climbing gym. You can't go, you know, to your regular gym. You can't go to the movie theaters. So what, what does that leave us with? It leaves us with running, hiking, you know, backpacking. If you're just using, just use common sense and think, you know, if I have to stop at this grocery store, do it in my hometown where I've already been. And I already know that the risks are higher there than mm-hmm. in this little podunk town yeah. in, you know, wherever I'm going. So just, just use common sense and be sure to wash your hands. Like washing your hands cannot be stressed enough. It's so simple, but yet very effective. I've been washing my hands so much the past like week and a half that my hands are like dry and like bleeding and like cracking and oh, shit. So many people have said that and they're like, how do you, how do you handle it as a nurse? Like you've been doing this for years. And so, I just keep telling people like, I don't know, my hands are immune because I've been doing it for so often. So both my roommates are, are nurses and I've been complaining about my hands to them and they're like, Kyle, you have no fucking idea. Like shut up, <laughs> like straight <laughs> this up. This is every day for us, Kyle. <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's too bad. It's, I don't know. I again, you're like the perfect person to have on talking about this stuff. What do you what do you think the so this this is speculation. Let me let me preface this question by by saying that speculation, but what do you think some of the long-term consequences on like through hiking could potentially be because of this? I'm talking like you know, beyond just the closures right now, you know, yeah. seasons like ahead five from, years now. from now. I think we're going to see we're so my dog is like wanting attention. So if you can hear him crying in the background, that's he's okay. like used to having mom 24 seven this week. So he's like, love me. Yeah. Right. Um, you can take a break for a few minutes. <laughs> your mom will be back in a couple minutes. So she's right here. My and dog's so, just like asleep on my bed next to me right now. So <laughs> he's like just being a, a ham. But, um, I think we're going to see hostels closing because this season, you know, I think they, they rely season to season on hikers and you know, the money that they make from section and, and through hikers. So I think we're going to see, Um, we're going to see a lot of hostels closing a lot of like those small roadside stands that we kind of that cater to hikers. They're going to be closing. I think we're going to see a, you know, a decrease in hitching abilities. And I think that might only be this year. I think once this passes, people will forget because we do, we forget things quickly about, you know, how, how many times you should be washing your hands a day. I think when this passes, people are going to forget, you know, but I definitely think hostels will close. I think the community might suffer. We're going to see, like the PCTA, like a lot of these organizations rely on hikers to pay for permits or to, um, you know, come into their national parks, raise awareness, want to come visit. So I think they're going to see, they're going to see a lot of like financial strain. Yeah. I think. Um, hopefully it's not as bad as I'm picturing, you know, playing it out. Hopefully to be, not. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I really worry about the hostels because as, as you know, I'm sure hostels already, I feel like are often like closing and like, new ones are reopening. I just feel like there's always like change in that like little niche market of the niche market of through hiking. So like already, I feel like they're pretty uncertain. And with this, I mean, who the hell's going to want to stay in a hostel right now? And even just one season of like low income for a lot of these places, even just one, like one or two months, honestly, mm-hmm. um, I feel like could, death for them. Exactly. Could, could yeah. put these hostels under and fortunately I do think more will pop up once this passes, because like I said, there's always, One's closing and one's opening and stuff, but 
you know, it's, yeah, it's just, it sucks because, especially for them, because they're so seasonal too, the ones along the trail. So it's mm-hmm. just like, uh, I don't My know. My heart goes out for them, like financially. Absolutely. Because, like, I mean, it, the hiking community is hurting in all aspects. And I think like the, this is where we find our joy, like in our community. Like normally most people, they're like, they, they find joy in going to restaurants and, and all of these other things. And we're all hurting in that realm. But like, I feel like backpacking, it's like almost a special type of pain because this is like our, our sanctuaries are going out on trails. Yes. And, to, and even though the risk is still less, like it's not the same risk as going out and getting dinner at your local, you know, restaurant, but we still need to be cognizant of, of our impacts. So although the hiking community is small and we do have less risk of, of, you know, spreading the virus out on trail, like we should still take those necessary steps to just ensure that we're keeping our community safe. Absolutely. So what have you been doing to keep yourself, I don't know, entertained since this whole quarantine, <laughs> whatever you want to call it thing has, well, uh, has I've kicked I've been in. working a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So like my floor, I, I don't work on the floor that is housing any patients. Pittsburgh is very slow to be testing people. We're only testing people that are hospitalized with respiratory issues. So anyone that comes in and says, I have a fever and a cold symptoms, we're not testing any of those people yet. We're only testing people that are coming into the ER that require medical intervention. Um, So far in our hospital, we have one positive case with a couple other contingent on their results. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've been working a lot. Um, We're still operating on patients. I work on a neurosurgical floor. So anyone with a brain tumor, stroke, brain bleed, aneurysm, um, those people that still need surgery, um, we're still taking care of those people. So my job has gone on as normal with just a couple of like tighter security parameters and, you know, hygiene parameters, but still working. And then when I'm off, I've been taking my dog for walks in the park. Um, we have like a nice wooded park by our house. So we've been keeping a safe distance from everyone else, but mm-hmm. going for walks and just trying to stay in contact with my family, a lot of FaceTime and reading and all the normal stuff you would do when you can't do anything yeah, else. Yeah. So, <laughs> TikTok. What, are you, what are you doing to keep busy? Oh my God. Don't get me started on TikTok. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm a 13 year old girl inside. So what are you doing to keep busy? I mean, I, I've been working too. I mean, I'm a software developer so I can work from home. Very, very thankful for that. Um, and when are you going to start releasing some, we need to see like YouTube, YouTube uh, content. What do you mean? I, I post. I need like I, a new video every day. I wish I could post a new video every day. <laughs> I don't have time. Like I, I yeah. Between this and and uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you just this is your time to shine. I know. I, yeah, for real. Although, to, interestingly enough, my views have kind of been on the decline the past like week or so, like slightly, not not that big a deal or anything. But, anyways, um, yeah, I've been just honestly like doing this stuff. Um, I usually post videos on Mondays now, so I've yeah. I've got a video I'm getting ready for Monday and then these episodes take a decent amount of time and then just like I don't know hanging out with my roommates because you know we can still do that. Is it nice to have roommates because I've been putting yes I have I drew faces on all of my plants (laughs) and we're just hanging out in the living room together. (laughs) It is nice you know I was thinking about it because one of my one of my buddies he lives at home with his parents still Mm -hmm. and like I mean his parents are great like don't get me wrong I'm not trying to trash his parents but like as like a 24 year old, like, you know, yeah, being that's... stuck inside, like with your parents like that much, you know, might not be the greatest thing. Um, or not just might not be the most fun thing anyways. So yeah, it can get, uh, 
can get to be a lot. It is kind of nice to have roommates. Um, that being said, like I, they, they both work at the hospital, like I mentioned. So I feel like that puts me at a higher risk, which mm-hmm. I'm not super stoked about. But which you means know. you should just be more cautious with who you're if you're going to hang out with other friends. Like a lot of people are social distancing like to the extreme where they're like, I'm not leaving my house and I'm not going anywhere and I'm not doing anything. And then some people are like, oh, well, I'm still hanging out with my friend so and such. Um, and I'm not going to tell anyone they're right or wrong, because if I had a friend that I could go hang out with, I probably would, because I've been in in my own apartment by myself for like, you, you don't know, have any week. friends in Pittsburgh. I mean, I have not friends, a single friend, but <laughs> no friends. No, I have friends, but <laughs> you have um, 15,000 Instagram followers. You can't find one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I got <laughs> that's, one that's friend. <laughs> no, but I mean, we all work at the hospital. So, yeah, you yeah. know, like we're all trying to just minimize contact with everyone else. But like that's for me, work has been my saving grace because we've been able to, you know, have like a social like a little bit more of a social life because you're hanging out with people in the in person at work. So mm-hmm. that's been my relief from being stuck in my apartment with my dog and my cat who are up my butt constantly because <laughs> that's all we've got is each other right now. That's right. And your plants. And my um, plants. I should start naming them. There's four of them or five of them. If they are, if they have faces, I mean, what's the what, what's what's going to hurt about just giving them some names too? Jesus. All right, Christ. we'll start naming them later. <laughs> you, you can give them trail names too, and all this stuff. Oh, it could be yes, like a little. It could be like a little plant tramley. Oh my oh god. Oh my god, my plantry. Plantry. How do you? How do you? <laughs> plant. Plant. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't plant-ly. know. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Plant, it doesn't plant, translate. Plant tramley is goofy enough. Tramley. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, yeah. so good. So I guess to kind of bring this back to hiking and your plans um if you god forbid if you can't go to the pct if this is still going on um come may will you be able to just keep working like how does that work like oh yeah i talked to my boss actually the uh yesterday when i got off work and i said hey like remember i was like quitting (laughs) like yeah i said well like probably like not quitting she's like oh okay so we'll just try not to fill your position until you are more sure Mm -hmm. and i told her like if for some reason you know i can't you know you fill my position because they're trying to fill it before i leave um if they do fill it then i'll go work in like our emergency room or something like that or they'll try to make a position for me um so my goal is if if hiking is canceled for this year. Um, if she's in timeout, then I will be continuing to work through the summer. And I'm plan- if things by fall start working out, I plan on doing the Teo Arroway um, in January. Oh, nice. Well, nice. I was planning on doing that anyway if I had enough money left over, which I should because I've been able to save quite a, quite a big chunk of money. And uh, so plan is hopefully still be doing the TA come January. Um, hopefully do the PCT before that, but not making any promises. I'd like right. to say like, I'm holding out hope and I don't want to be that jerk. That's like, well, I'm still going to go, but I probably won't. I, I can't see in, in eight weeks, this being resolved to the point where I'm comfortable Unless recommendations from the PCTA change. I'm not, I'm going to follow their recommendations. Yes. I'm not going to yes. be that person. And I not judging anyone that is, we all have our own reasons for being out there. And some people might live in a very populated city and they feel like safe, their safety is on the trail. And as long as they're cautious, then kudos to them. Um, we can't be mad at everyone else for hiking if we're not. You can't be jealous. You just have to keep going. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like a lot of... Eh, I'm trying to be careful with what I say here, the way I word it. Um, I feel like some of the the uh, the backlash towards people who are continuing to hike or, or people who are still just trying to make up their minds... Because this has all just exploded so much over the past like week, mm-hmm. I feel like some of that like backlash and hate is from people who 
decided to cancel their hikes and are kind of jealous now. And, and again, yep. like two things can be true at once. It can be true that those that canceled made the right choice. And it can also be true that they're jealous, they're jealous. and kind of being yeah. assholes about it too. Same. So That's how I feel. When I see someone <laughs> post a picture like at the Terminus, I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe it, but God, I wish I was there. I know, you know, I know. So I think that's where we're at. And I'm trying to make, that's why I'm not commenting. I'm not, I'm not judging. Cause I wish I was that person out there at that terminus. I wish I was. Um, but I, you know, that's just where I'm at. I mean, when my start date comes, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel because it hasn't passed yet. So I, my heart hurts for the people that got out there, did a few days and they're like, Oh man, like, yeah, I the really, people that are I already really on can't. trail. Yeah. Like, I really can't be that person out here or when you see people starting, like even this week, I'm like, all right, okay, like, let's see what they do. And then within, you know, three days, they're like, well, I'm hopped off too. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of sad. Like my heart is just hurting for those, like the AT hopefuls. Cause you know, the AT, it's like a different, like, yeah, it's like, I must go. Like, I've got to do it. It's like part of your soul when you're out there Mm -hmm. and to see people having to quit so early is just devastating. My heart hurts for them. On the bright side, at least. Now the the people that start and then just like quit after a couple of days anyways have like a pretty convenient excuse for that. So that's right. My... The people that like oh, this really sucks. <laughs> just, yes, I'm an asshole for making that joke. Let's just be clear about that. But um, I had to because I'm an well, asshole. I have to quit anyway, so mine will just. <laughs> then go they can home. then they can go and make like a long post on Instagram about how they really wanted to keep going, but they just couldn't because of the virus. Even though they were carrying like 50 pounds worth of shit and still don't know how to set their tent up. Anyways, actually um, bleeding from their ankles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's a joke. I'm joking, everyone. I'm joking. But yeah, on a lighter note, if anyone wants to hike the TA in January, like hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> that trail, that trail seems cool. I, oh, I man, it's Swan Dive is out there right now. She hiked the AT Sobo last year, and it looks like heaven. heaven. See, I, I'm so I, excited. I interviewed a guy who hiked it um, many, probably like close to a year ago now. I can't even remember, but we only talked about it for a few minutes. It wasn't like the whole episode. And yeah, it seems like amazing. I'm not going to lie. There's not really that many international trails that I'm aware of that I'm particularly interested in hiking, but I could see myself going out to freaking New Zealand one of these days. Like it seems, it seems really cool. And we'll definitely have to do another episode. This is way off in the fucking future now, but uh, (laughs) if, if, and when you, if, and when you hike that trail, like I'd love to, I'd love to talk about it and learn about it a little bit more. And honestly, while we're talking about other trails and stuff here, Maybe another thing, trying to be optimistic, another thing that could come out of this is people have to cancel slash postpone their through hikes or whatever. They're um, like they're long, long through hikes. And do smaller trails that need some love. And do some love. smaller trails, exactly. Yes, Maybe we'll get some people it. to go hit Colorado up. Colorado the- Trail, Arizona Trail, come on, like Grand Enchantment, Hey Dukes, you got you got the Wonderland Trail, you got the Pinhoti, you got Florida Trail, you have so many great mm-hmm. trails. Mm-hmm. So and then all the ones up here in the Northeast, Northville Plaza Trail, Cohas Trail, the Long Trail, the Long Trail gets enough traffic that it's probably more, actually, it's more about distance at this point. Um, yeah. So you can do it also, you know, after it's over. Also, there's a beautiful little trail in Pennsylvania that goes from Ohio Pile, the city, not the grocery <laughs> store, to Johnstown. And it's called the Laurel Highlands Hiking Trail. I plan on doing that if all goes well in the next couple of weeks, uh, next month. It's like 72 miles. It's Is that the one with beginners. the really weirdly shaped shelters? They're like, well, they're, they're like tri-walled shelters, but they have like privies and free firewood at all of them. It's beautiful. Free firewood? Well, you have to pay $4 a night, like in each shelter. Oh, are there, like, are there caretakers there? Yeah. So it's like a, it's like part of some state, some state game lands. So, um, 
but you have to pay, but you get free firewood. There's privies. There's like, it, it's great. So if you're interested in that, look that up. It's great. I, I briefly talked about this trail on my episode with um, Frozen from Outdoor Adventures. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Because he had mentioned it. I know he lives near Pittsburgh, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I see his like penguins shit in his video sometimes yeah, we met I'm... at the hiker meetup that i threw it was awesome getting to meet someone like... he's a good dude he's a good yeah. dude for sure um <laughs> so yeah go look at other trail systems in your area that don't have you coming in contact with small towns like go look for a three-day hike like still get out there and do it you know yeah yeah okay. and um you know hopefully in a couple months this will have died down a little bit maybe i don't know we'll see hopefully i'm hopefully. holding out um let's hope that things take a turn quickly and um, everyone just stays healthy. And if not, you can watch a bunch of YouTube videos and yeah, Kyle hates hiking. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shameless um, plug. Also, I think, um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Welcome to my world. Hmm. Oh, hell great. <laughs> That's what happens when you're in social, I- social isolation. You forget how to like converse, be a person. Yeah. 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 Freaking. I don't even know. We got a, we got a, we got a couple minutes, and then we can do a, uh, we can do a story. This is see, like I said, I didn't have anything prepared for this episode, and it's it's tough because I I wanted to focus on like the COVID stuff for most of it, but I don't know. I feel like we've pretty much said. I think we've pretty much said everything that needs to be said about it as it relates to the trail at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. can you think of anything else that I guess I guess maybe the only thing that we didn't explicitly say but i think most people probably know already is just that the atc the pcta i think it is right and the cdt coalition yeah they've all basically said yo like don't they're hiking right now (laughs) so it's not just um you know people on social media saying don't hike it's like actually the trail organizations advising people to not hike and let's talk about things we can do while our hikes are on hold you know we can still be a community without the trail um you can still go out and do day hikes on these trails if you live close enough. Mm-hmm. You can still donate to the associations. Um, the ATC, the PCTA, and the CDTC, I'm sure, are all, you know, they all have memberships where you can donate and become a member of the associations. Um, they're going to need it more than ever, um, a little bit of help because the recognition's not going to be there because we're not going to be out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, do what you can. And on a medical standpoint, like go donate blood. Um, there's so many things that we can do to help, even though we may be a singular person and not able to do what we want, we can still do things to help. So, you know, I donated to Meals on Wheels. I'm looking for local blood drives. Just there's, there's going to be some things that we're going to, you know, ask to be step, you know, step up and do a little bit more right now. Stepping up means stay home. Yeah. (laughs) Which is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I never thought it would ever come to something like this i don't think anybody obviously nobody yeah. ever did this is we need you to stay so. home and watch netflix like hell yeah i'm like <laughs> sign me up i got shows on my queue so yeah i mean it's a good time for us to be making videos i guess that shit i don't know yeah and um, just like facetime your family like call your mother like read a book put you know read that book that you've had on your shelf for a year that you're like oh, i'm gonna get a walk to in it. the woods I've literally, I've had a copy of that book, like, since before I even thru-hiked, and I've never even fucking opened it, honestly. I just watched the movie for the first time a few weeks ago. Was it good? I See, I feel like it's just so different for, like, someone like us, though, you know? Well, well uh, it was it was a good movie. Really? Okay. Well, I'm I mean, encouraged to hear that, then. It was a good movie. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, it was good. <laughs> Cinematic. Great. 
Someone's get, someone's someone's gonna get mad at you for saying that. <laughs> they get stuck on a cliff somewhere, and I'm thinking, where on the AT is there a cliff where they couldn't? I just I don't remember ever seeing a cliff like in Virginia, like a. I don't know. See my problem. My problem. Me if I'm wrong. <laughs> my problem with like uh, movies, just in general, even if they're nothing to do with hiking, is just like I'm already like too much of like a realistic person to like exactly like that's that's a perfect example. Like I would see that and be like, that's not gonna happen. Like I don't know, it just takes away from the experience for me, and so I feel like that combined with a movie about something that I know very, very well would just be even worse. And like, I don't know. I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could watch it, honestly. Yeah. And I don't even know if, if in the book he gets stuck on a cliff and that's when they quit. Cause I didn't read the, I haven't read the book. So don't at me again. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I think maybe for the movie's sake, they did that to like end it on like a, you know, you know, they have the climax and whatever in the movie setting, but I Wait, don't know. They don't fucking die, do they? No. They're on a cliff? They quit and they get in a golf cart and they like go home. <laughs> so they go from a cliff to a golf cart? Yeah, they fall <laughs> off the trail. It? They fall off the trail and like land down on a cliff like where they can't get down because it's a drop off to a 3,000 foot drop and above them is like a 20 foot climb up that they can't get up because it's like a steep rock face. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, so like I don't remember that ever. Would they fall off dragon's tooth? Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So I didn't read the book, so there you go, folks. You can come for me. It's fine. I feel like a through hiker reacts to a walk in the woods. It'd be like a good, a good YouTube video. Oh Maybe God, I will have to yes. watch it. Then. I'm sure it'll get copyright striked, but well, I'm gonna it. do wild after I come back from the PCT. Whenever yeah, that there is, you go. I'll do a, a a PCT through hiker reacts to wild. <laughs> so good, so good. Um, all right, well, there's your next video. Get on it. I know, right? Now that I, I better make it before this comes out because someone's gonna steal it now. No. I know. Now I'm like, wait. I want to do it, but you do it. <laughs> then I'll have to. No, it'll it'll get copyright striked. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't have. Can you fucking... like call Robert Redford or whoever the guy is that acted and be like, like "Hey, yeah, man, like I, I hiked the AT, like it's cool. Like just let me, just just lend me the copyrights to this fucking like Hollywood movie, like <laughs> that you've already made millions of dollars on. Can I just get like a three thousand views on it? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Take a chill pill. Anyways, um, let's do a story. We're at the end ish right. as this is this has been obviously kind of a weird episode and then i'm sure people probably will have noticed by now depending on how good of a job i do editing but we had some connection issues earlier on it's been good though since we uh took that little break though so yeah i don't want to jinx it too much mm -hmm. um anyways yeah so story time so last episode you 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 told your story you had done an instagram poll and you yeah. had a couple options and you went with like the number one option but here we are uh round two so why don't you go with a? I'll, I won't make you choose the number two option. I'll let you go with whatever, what other, whatever other option you'd like to uh, to go with. So right. yeah, story How about time. I let you pick. So okay, let me okay. I like figure that too. out. I gotta find the poll here on my Insta real quick. Here. Can you look at like polls? You that can have... like go into your archive, but I am not finding it in here. Well, anyway, so there was. Let's see. It was the Pine Grove Furnace Cabin. There was the monsoon at the Rhone Highlands, and the other one was the Mount Everett bellyache. <laughs> I don't want to tell that one. <laughs> okay, well, well we are, your last story had to do with bellyache, yeah. so we'll... So uh... Pine Grove Furnace Cabin or the Rhone Highland monsoon? What do you think? I think we should do both of them. Why don't we just okay. do both? We still, we, we're, we're running a little bit, little bit uh, early here still, so There's why don't we, so why don't we do both of them? COVID. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. So let's start with um, the Pine Grove Furnace Cabin because this is kind of, it's just kind of like a fun story. So I got on trail in Harper's Ferry. I was by myself because I had taken two weeks off. I met up with a few people and we hiked into Pine Grove Furnace, you know, through the next couple of weeks together. And we get in there and we're like all hanging out at the ice cream store, eating our half gallon. We're having a good old time. And this guy that we were hiking with, Tiffany, he's like, guys, I just got us a cabin. Like, what do you mean you got us a cabin? He's like, I just like got us a free cabin. I'm like, you did not get us a free cabin. He's like, come walk over here with me. So like right up when you walk past, there's like the beach down there. Right by the beach, there was a cabin like up in the woods tucked away. And he's like, yeah, like the people that own this cabin just like gave me the keys and said like, just clean it up when you're done. Like what? So <laughs> there's probably 25 tents and 10 people sleeping in the cabin. There's like 50, like, I don't know, probably like 30 hikers at this cabin at Jesus this point. Jesus Christ. So we're like, all right, sweet. Like we got a cabin. So we're like, well, what do we do? And the fridge is like fully stocked with booze and liquor and wine. And we're like, what <laughs> the hell? And like, we're looking through, they have like a trail log, you know? And it's like, you know, April 3rd, how to party. Like June 1st, how to party. And like everyone, <laughs> they're like, like, what is happening? So we're like filling out the, the trail log, like, damn, like, thank you so much for the cabin. And I guess the people that own it, they, they do trail magic where they just give the keys to a hiker and say, like, have it for the weekend, do whatever you want, like, do trail magic, have your That's friends amazing. stay, shower, eat, barbecue. They wait, have wait, fire was, this, was this, like, right before you got into the state park there? No, so it's, like, right when you, you know, I forget, when you leave the cabin, you go, like, past that lake, and you, like, walk out and up the, up the, like, up the hill, I guess. At Pine Grove Furnace? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. oh, I think I, oh, you, I like, think walk, I remember. You, you, like, walk down that, like, the huge... trail. I don't know. Yeah, there's, know. like, the state park there that has, like, the, there's, like, a, like, a lake that everyone's swimming in, and there's, like, a big parking lot. It was so literally, like, right... like, pouring fucking rain when I went through there, so I, like, oh. kind of, I was, I, I did the ice cream, and then I just kind of stayed at the hostel oh, and yeah. the next morning, but anyways, a, keep going. We had a giant I'm, house party. I'm Googling, I'm Google mapping, trying to <laughs> find it here, because <laughs> like, I'm curious, like, I want to know where this fucking cabin is now. Yeah, Pine Furnace isn't, like, something you would remember very well, because it's, like, pretty small, but... So we like all get to this cabin. We're all like, we got hot dogs. We're like eating all this stuff. Everyone's mm -hmm. just having a good old time. Someone gets a hitch and we get like 15 cases of beer. So like <laughs> this turns into like a rave. Like at one point there's like the guy we were hiking with. His name was Redneck. He's from Germany. We're like listening to like German techno. Everyone's like out on the, there's like a screened in porch and everyone's just, like dancing. And like people were saying, you could see the porch like swaying from all the people like Holy dancing. Holy shit. And we just had, like, it was so much fun. So if you're in Pine Grove Furnace and someone says anything about a cabin, like, just follow them. <laughs> what so could it go was, wrong? Right? It was <laughs> really cool. And, like, it was such a great way to, like, connect with hikers and just have, yeah. like, a good a good old night together. And it was a lot of fun. So that was just, like, an epic, like, who gets a free cabin filled with alcohol? That's awesome. That's so much fun. Yeah. That's a, I see like I, I'm, I'm Googling and I feel like I kind of maybe can see where you're talking about now. Like I said, it was, it was raining so hard that I stayed at like the iron, what is it? The iron ma mansion, some, some hostel that was like right next to the, uh, the place where you do the ice cream challenge. And then I oh, just okay. left the next morning. So and they have a nice museum right there. That's really cool. So yeah. Go check that out for sure. Yeah. I didn't get to do it. Unfortunately, I think it was closed or some oh, shit, man. but. So I was, and how, I'm sorry, but it's highway robbery to pay $12 for a half gallon of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they oh are God. making bank off hikers, but also, I also ate the strawberry cheesecake one, and it was Ooh, a mistake. That's bold. I was going to say, I, I went with like a, just a plain, like, I think I just did like vanilla, honestly, just because I wanted to, 
I, I had I had I had planned ahead, right? I did my homework, so I had heard hikers say like, yeah, don't get like the complicated like crazy flavors because then it's just like extra shit. And <laughs> so well, I, I like, did because right. I was like, <laughs> ice cream don't scare me because I don't know if like any if you follow me on Instagram, I was like obsessed with ice cream on trail, so I was like, <laughs> ice cream, like I'm gonna do it up, <laughs> and it was painful, it was miserable, but uh, you know I did it. So what did you get for like your um your pint or whatever? Because like you got to do the the tub. <laughs> Even like for worse. everybody for everybody listening like you, you think like a half gallon of ice cream is just like one of the the normal tubs like no that is not that's not it's what it that. is plus it's a cup of ice cream plus yeah like another a fucking pint. a pint yeah so yeah. So, so, so i had the strawberry cheesecake and then for my pint i got the <laughs> mint <laughs> moose tracks oh, oh moose tracks that's see that i love moose tracks but that's that's it gonna had be like, like a ribbon choice. of fudge in it and like oh my god like Mint, it was, that was the worst decision I had made. Like, I could have probably eaten more strawberry cheesecake, but that mint moose tracks, like, hurt. Like, it hurt. <laughs> it was not fun. Oh, my God, yeah. I did, so. like, a, yeah, I just did, like, a vanilla, and then I think I just got, like, a raspberry. Like, again, like, pretty basic, oh, the raspberry you know? swirl. Something, I don't remember what it was, yeah. but I did it. It was, um, my tongue was, like, numb. I was, like, trying to yeah. talk to my Instagram story afterwards, and I sounded like I had a lisp or, like, some, <laughs> that was probably, I'm going to cringe so hard when I listen back to what I just said there, but fucking. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> my tongue is frozen. Brutal. Not, um, not to make fun of anyone that has a lisp, I'm sorry, but. You're good, you're good. Um, all right, story number two, the uh, Mount Everett something, right? Oh, no, we're not telling the Mount Everett bellyache. We're oh, going to tell oh, the, sorry, the Roan sorry. Highlands monster. That's right, Highlands. <laughs> so um, I, we crossed, we, let's see, where did we stay? We stayed at a shelter. Oh, the whole day was just fucked, dude. So we stayed at the shelter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's the one before Roan High Knob. <laughs> There's like a shelter, I forget what it's called. It's like captain or general. I don't I don't know. I don't t- I'm terrible with names, but it was the one right before the one right before the Rhone Hynop shelter. So you climb like then you go up like the Rhone Mountain and you go to the like the High- Rhone Highlands or whatever shelter and then you go down and then you cross the gap and you're in the bald's like on the highlands. Mm-hmm. So we we're getting ready to leave camp and my friends, um, Chipper and Rosie, they their food bag string broke the night before. I said, like, yo, just, like, throw it on mine because I had, like, 50-weight line. I was like, throw it on mine. So we get up in the morning, and the wind was, like, blowing, and it tangled all of our bags and the bear line together. <laughs> so it took six of us, like, climbing this tree, standing on each other's shoulders to cut down all of our food. Um, one of the food bags, like, ripped food, like, everywhere. So we're like, this day is just fucked. So... We're like, we get everything down. We're hiking. We get up the Roan High Knob shelter. There's some dudes in their hot box. And I was like, all right, peace out. <laughs> and so then me and my friend PYT, like everyone else was kind of going at their own pace, like taking their time getting out of camp. So he and I, we are the first ones to cross the gap um, and go up into the highlands, like into the balds. And it's it's like kind of raining. It's kind of windy. All morning kind of is shitty. And we're like, oh, like whatever. We just got to get through this because we were staying at the Over Mountain shelter, which is like that big red barn. Yeah. Now closed down. Rest in peace, old girl. But um, we cross the gap and as I'm crossing the street, like 70 mile an hour, like gust of wind just knocks me to the ground. And I'm like, huh, I'm in danger. You know, like that meme. <laughs> like, and so PYT is like, let's, let's do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we're like going and he's like hiking it, you know, he's going as fast as the millennium Falcon. And I'm like trying to keep up with like my little short legs and the wind is just pelting me in the face. There's like sleet is like sleeting in my eyes and I'm like trying to follow him and the 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 rain was so bad that I could not see and at one point the wind like knocked me down and I'm like on the ground and there's like 
rivers of water on the trail just running over me. I'm like soaking wet. I'm like, I am probably going to die if he doesn't stay <laughs> with me. Luckily, he kept like checking every 10 feet and he eventually stopped and was like, like grabbing my hand, like pulling me up. And we're like just hoofing it together. It is like dangerous. Like that was probably one of the top two times I felt legitimately scared because there's like lightning, hail, 75 mile an hour winds. You can't see anything. If you get stuck there, no one's coming for you. Yeah. Like there wasn't a car in the parking lot. And so we're like, we're climbing up the balls. I don't even know the names because we couldn't see the name of the signs. We're climbing up, we're climbing up. And all of a sudden, I can start seeing f bare footprints like in the mud because like the trail was like super muddy. Mm -hmm. And there's like bare footprints. There's like a shoe print and a footprint. I'm like, what the fuck? Someone lost their shoe. <laughs> so like, <laughs> we're like huffing it. And it's just, it's just torrential downpour, wind gusting. And like, Finally, I see two dudes like behind a bush and like one of them has an umbrella and they're just like, the umbrella is getting thrashed around. I was going to say, what the fuck is an umbrella going to do? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> help with the windbreak. And I'm like, all right, like, come on, biscuits. Like, I know them. I'm like, let's go. Like, we all got to keep going. We got to keep going. And he's like, what the hell do we get into? And so like, we finally get to the Overmountain shelter. The rain stops like right before we get there. The skies like open up. It's like gorgeous. Like, not only did we almost die, we're like, who lost a shoe? <laughs> and, like, we come to find out our friend Tiffany, he, his shoe, like, he was hiking in, like, bedrock sandals, I think. Uh, and his shoe, like, broke off. And so he's, like, he hiked, like, seven miles in the rain without a shoe. Jesus Christ. And then Christ. he taped his foot up to hike into, I forget what the next town was. Is that, I'm trying to think. But he, like, hiked barefoot for, like, three days after that rainstorm. <laughs> And then the next morning we woke up and there was snow on the ground. Oh man. So when did you leave? Virginia is a like, bitch. What, what, what was your start date? I started March 10th. Ooh, okay. Okay. We okay. took it pretty slow until Damascus. And then after that we started, I started hoofing it and I got through all of Virginia in like 30 days. Nice. Yeah. I like Virginia was like my, um, like my second win. Like that's when I was like at my prime was in Virginia. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, so yeah, I almost died in the Rhone Highlands. So I was going to go back before trail days and do a, like a hike southern bound from there. Um, oh, because that's when you go into like station 19E and you go into whatever that town is after the next day. Um, I, think it's just, I think it's just Rhone Mountain, Tennessee. Yeah, Rhone Mountain, Tennessee. And yeah, so that was a blast. <laughs> At least you didn't lose your shoe. That's I know. Imagine how cold that would be. It was like 50 degrees. Wait, this... Did you say how they actually lost the shoe? You just said they lost His, the shoe. Like, he was wearing like bedrock sandals oh, oh, and like okay. the yeah, strap that, okay. broke. That's right. That's right. Okay. That makes sense then. Like I remember seeing him like a couple of weeks later and he's like, yeah, man, I just like lost my shoe <laughs> in the monsoon. <laughs> like, like someone's going to just come across a random shoe the next day. Being like, but, oh, wow. Someone's not going to get very far without this. Yeah, I, ha so I have seen like a, just like a lone boot, like in a shelter before some like, weird shit. <laughs> tell me how. How? Like, and it didn't even look like broken. It literally looked like someone just forgot their fucking boot. Like they just got up in the morning and they hiked a couple miles and they're like, oh, fuck. Like, wait a minute. Something's not right here. So I don't Where's know. my boot? <laughs> like, oh, ah, it'll all yeah, out. Th there's some things you find on the trail. You're like, how did you get here? <laughs> we found a, um, I forget where we were. I think we were in like New, New Hampshire or Vermont or Massachusetts. I'm not sure, but there was a bag of like sexual materials oh like, geez like a dildo um a ball <laughs> gag uh lingerie like not like on the side of the street like three miles from the road <laughs> in a garbage bag like and it was like all thrown out like i don't know what you're doing but like why <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think that's a i think that's a good place to end it um, <laughs> yeah, i'm out <laughs>
leave it at that. If that's you listening, then let me know. I'm curious. I'm curious. Go get your stuff, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, talk about violating Leave No Trace. Come on. Yeah. No one's going to pick that up. I know, right? Like, fucking, yeah, that's disgusting. All right, Rocket. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm glad we were kind of able to end on a more positive note here. Um, Yeah, thank you for two episodes for bearing with me here. I really appreciate it, honestly. And uh, I hope I hope the best for your plans on the PCT yeah. and every, everybody's plans. Hey, it's uh, not life or death, so it's true. You know, it's true. Wash our hands and keep in contact with those you love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thank thanks you so much for having me. Yeah, of course, of course. And, and I was gonna say thank you to yourself and to all of the people listening right now that are you know working in the healthcare industry and on the front lines of, of everything that's going workers, on right now literally anybody who's like working drivers, right now basically yeah, yeah. Yep. um much appreciated for, for you know from from folks like me who who are lucky enough to be able to work from home and really kind of stay isolated pretty easily so yeah thank you thank you so much rocket thank you to everybody listening stay safe stay healthy and have a good one